0: What up, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Peanut Butter League. Another week of fantasy football in the books, and we had an absolutely electric Monday night football in the Peanut Butter League. A few teams are standing out as clear favorites to fight for a Super Bowl win, while others are fighting for the biggest loser beer mile punishment. As always, the entire league was rooting against the shish kebabs, while some people talking maybe shouldn't be talking too much. We'll dive into all that in this week's episode, but first. The man on the pod today is one that I quite frankly wouldn't have expected to still be here with us today when he first joined the league. He has gone from complete zero in the league's popularity contest to one of my personal favorites. He is the newest member to the married squad in the league, and I can't tell if his ass is beat red from the beautiful sunshine rays of Hawaii or taken a nice spanking in almost every season he's ever been in the league. Today we got the man... The not-so-myth, the Indiana meatloaf-loving legend. We got Big Sexy in the house straight off of his honeymoon. Big Sexy. How's it going, brother?
1: Unsportsmanlike
0: conduct, 15 yards. False start, 5-yard penalty.
1: dude excited to be here honestly been a little nervous all day i've my like a uh, big uh my dream job is to be a professional podcaster so like this is my first one ever and you know just um been a little nervous i want to go well because i feel like there's it's some nice. expectation for me
0: Vic Sexy, um, you have nothing to worry about. First pod ever. Um, and you're fresh off vacation. I know uh, we chatted a little bit the other day, but I wanted, I'm sure all the boys are interested too. Before we dive into fantasy football, how was the wedding? How was the honeymoon? What did you guys hit up? And just have to go.
1: Yeah, man. It's it's kind of weird because like, we were engaged for 15 months, I would say. And so like there's like all this anticipation and planning. And Drew, why song? You'll find this one out next year but there's like all this anticipation all this stress and then it's done and over with like it went by so fast like the day was um the day was amazing um all the people that I love except for some of the fantasy football players like i didn't love you guys until maybe <laughs> last year and invites were already out but uh um you know just getting Yeah, what the all fuck the- what the yeah, fuck sexy come on hey it's an exclusive list when you're dealing with uh, the caliber of people we are um sure. but it was, it went amazing props to the wifey. She did a, a tremendous job. I can't honestly say I did a whole lot. I, uh, I booked the DJ and I booked um, the trolley in between the wedding and the reception. So everything else is props to her. And
0: there you um, go. That's she looked, more she than looked beautiful.
1: Man. She looked beautiful as ever. Um, and just happy to be married. And then obviously Hawaii was absolutely fantastic for all of you um, not wed or looking to do a trip and if you got a little money in your pocket totally worth going totally worth the money totally worth the travel um it's absolutely stunningly beautiful out there and um it's like it was like the perfect place to both do adventurous stuff we did a lot of hiking you know looking for beaches and there's just a lot of scenery out there and then we sat by the pool and drank and walked the beach it was the perfect vacation so 10 days we were out there did five days in Kauai, five days in maui
0: did you pay attention to fantasy football at all while you were out there
1: absolutely and kind of funny story i'm watching me lose live by point oh four points to dakota and i got so pissed off and she literally looked at me, at me while we were walking up to check into our first hotel are you seriously going to let this ruin our honeymoon and i said <laughs> no I was so mad. Like, the the most mad I've ever been in fantasy football. And I still look back at that as like a huge loss. Two and two looks a lot better than one and three. Um, Dakota, I don't know how you did it, but damn it. I was so pissed.
0: Yeah, that does suck. Did you black out on your wedding night or was it chill? Did you behave or or was it the wedding night where it's like, fuck, the groom is wasted?
1: No, 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 not at all. I mean, I think we kind of went into it, like, we've been to those weddings, and we were both kind of like, we want to remember this day. We kind of went into it saying, we're not going to drink that much. We ended up drinking a good amount, but not enough to, uh, I'll say this, I, I don't think either of us woke up with a hangover the next day. So, so you were um, yeah, we we had a good time, enough to get groovy on the dance floor, but not enough to feel like hell the next day, so.
0: And uh, did you it's guys send it to Hawaii, like right after, like next day? I um, made married on
1: Saturday in Fort Wayne, came back to Indy Sunday, like afternoon, evening, kind of finished up packing, left Monday morning at seven. So at least we didn't do it the day after that would have been hectic. But I think one day was, it kind of was, kind of was hectic, but like, we're glad we did it within one day um, yeah. and got out of there. And, and while, oh, sorry. Go I didn't no, go, go ahead. ahead.
0: I was gonna say, while we're on the, the topic, I mean your your Thursday squad. Um, we, I mean, you made it to the draft on the year you're getting married. While we're on the topic, one of the things that have come up is we all know Drew probably won't be at the draft. The big thing is the wedding. I missed the first one ever in Indy um, because of my wedding. How do you feel about skipping the uh, the draft on? the year that you're getting married, valid excuse, not so valid excuse. Does it just depend on the timeline? Uh, how are we feeling from a married man now?
1: Yeah. So I'll be honest with you, like no shot in hell. Like if we were going out, like if Phoenix was this year, I would have had a tough sell to get out there. I'm not going to lie. And this is something I want to talk about a little bit later when we get to is where we're doing the draft next year. Cause I have some suggestions and some pointers that I want to get out there uninterrupted out of the group me so i can get my thoughts out there but um you know for i have the luxury it was an indie so it was a 15 20 minute drive from my house i was in town didn't have to fly um it was two weeks two or three weeks before my wedding so it worked out well um but i know where you're coming from but i also don't blame drew because i've been there um, no, I'm
0: not I'm not coming from anywhere. I just said I missed uh, when it was in India. Well, like I'm if just if, looking for an opinion. I mean, are we set in stone? Is that the general okay of saying, "Hey, you're getting married. I know it's a lot, but what if the time frames? I'm just trying to get a feel of how we all feel about
1: this." Well, I'm not sure when his wedding is. I think his wedding's like would have been like a week or like if if it were this year, it'd be like a week or two after the draft. Whereas mine had was like maybe a month or 3 weeks or whatever, but I think it kind of like now if he was getting married in October and we had the draft in August. Yeah. That's a, it's kind of a bitch move, but I would say if it's within the month, you kind of have a fair out. Like it's one of the biggest days of your life and you're probably dealing with a stressed fiance and you've got to pull your weight and I could totally understand. I would hope people would understand if it were me, but you know, for if we're looking month, you know, two months out, three months out from your wedding, then yeah, that's a bitch move. No, fair. All right, enough with the boring shit. Yeah, man. I've been Let's telling, telling everyone about my wedding. I want to talk fantasy football because I can't talk to my wife about it because she thinks it's dumb. But
0: yeah, I was stoked. that one, I wanted to know just how everything went. Excited for you. Two, I had to know if you were paying attention to fantasy football. because oh, I definitely
1: would have. Oh, there that's was fair. there was a couple days where I was sitting on a beach chair. I was watching football, refreshing my phone with shitty Wi-Fi and shitty connection out there, and I kept getting mad. And she's like – she (laughs) really kept saying, are you going to let this rain our vacation? I'm like, no. And I – yeah. So I had two bad weeks. I I put up 90 and, like, 87 in the two weeks I was on my honeymoon. So – Yeah, that's
0: brutal. I think
1: I played it pretty good, but there were a few outbursts for sure.
0: So we've been talking a lot, and we haven't been able to – The people don't know who you are for the millions of listeners that are tuning in right now. So please tell these people who Big Sexy is. Introduce yourself, how long you've been in the league, and do you have any Super Bowls or do you fucking stink?
1: Well, I can tell you I just took a shower. I definitely won a fucking championship. Um, But honestly, I don't really remember the year I joined, but a little background about me. Um, name is, full name is Ross Koble. um, was coined big sexy at some point, I think last year when Shu decided to like me and not kick me out of the league. Um, grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, went to Butler, um, met chip at Butler, but kind of backstory on how this all came full circle with this group. You guys are all Elkhart boys and I'm like the only non Elkhart boy, but.
0: You are back the only in- one who has came in just out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, and I can give you an explanation on how, why, because you might not even know, but um, you might you might know a little bit. But um, my buddy Sam Heanus, who uh, my fantasy football team is named after this year, um, he he used to date my cousin, uh, Rach Weebs. Shout out Rach Weebs. She's just Shout out, Sam's great white buffalo. Um, <laughs> but I got to know Sam quite a bit. He came up to the lake and. Actually made it up to Elkhart a couple times, went to a Concord basketball game, and hung out with him and Vince. Known Vince for a while. Thought that was the end of it. Sam and her broke up, which I was sad about. then I get the butler, and there's this kid across the the hall that's like trying to drink the first week, and I'm like, I want to be friends with that guy. It was Chip (laughs) Bouchard. And he was like, "Uh, one of my buddies from back in Elkhart, Kyle Brumbaugh, Goes to Butler, too. We should hit him up. I'm like, wait, you're from Elkhart? I was like, do you know who Sam Hainis is? And it all started from there. And, like, me and Chip became best friends in college. We are inseparable. Got into a few fights with him because he tried to play music too loud or whatever. But he was best man in my wedding. Um, and then he asked me to join this fantasy. Like, I want to say it was sophomore year, which would have been... Oh, 14, probably 2014 or 15, I think it would be.
0: Your first year is 14. Yeah, 14,
1: that sounds right. Fall of 14 would have been my sophomore year. So um, got plugged in with the league. um, Based off one of my names of one of my teams, I don't give a fuck. Um, The league wasn't too serious at the time. (laughs) And then I vividly remember going absolutely bonkers in the championship. I'm checking out at Walmart or Kroger, and I'm like, I'm about to win this thing, and I freaking won a championship.
0: You do have a ring, which I want to...
1: It was about right... I don't want to say it was before... I think it was post, like, no one took it seriously, but, like, pre, before we really took it seriously. So I'll take some cred there, but I haven't had much success then. I came into the... I think I won the year before... We did the first draft party at Sam Hanus' house in Indy, the year that you missed, and I came in with a big dick swinging, trying to propose <laughs> all these rules, and we'll get to it, but one of the rules that was proposed at that time is about to kick my ass, and I'm struggling with it.
0: The Yeah, you did propose the new rule. Um, I'm taking a look here. I'm trying to think, dude, the year that you won the championship,
1: did you beat me in the Super Bowl? I have no idea. Or there. maybe I
0: missed. I don't think I have a second. I think I may have a third that year. I guess I song Weissong
1: lost in the championship? I want to maybe say it was Weissong. I'm
0: not sure. Usually he gets. No, I think last year was his first year of actually making it. Usually he gets um, he knocked out first, first round. Yeah. But, I mean, so you come into this league uh, super random. You knew Sam in the past. Uh,
1: I knew a lot of the guys. I knew Weissong from Butler. I knew. Uh, I didn't know JT. I knew Vince. I knew Preston. Um, I pretty much knew everyone except for you, JT. Um, I think that's it.
0: So I think one of the notorious things with you coming into the group. Do you even remember why I hated you? I don't even know if I hated you. I always said I just didn't know you. I wouldn't. I think I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say hate. I always just tried kicking you out of the league. Yeah. Uh, do you remember how this happened?
1: No, I know I shit talked quite a bit in the group me, which I I'm pretty absent from the group me now. I'm trying to do better. Yeah, I thought
0: it was us going at it in the group me, and then I remember I reaped you with Deshaun Watson one year. That was the year I won the Super Bowl. That was like that would have been 2016. And I remember I remember, si-
1: and- I, re- I remember sitting like playing video games or doing something dumb in college, and me and you were going at it, and Chip, you said something about like. Get a clue, guy. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you, guy, or something like that. And Chip's like, I bet if you and Jay Shu met, you guys would be best friends.
0: bro." I don't think – we joke about how you were – how I always tried to get you kicked out of the league. The year – because you weren't in San Diego the draft yeah. year. Why, why did you I, miss that year?
1: We literally just bought a house the week before, and we were, like, moving.
0: when you When we were going to San Diego? Because I remember you weren't in San Diego. And I was rallying, because that was before I ever even met you. And I was rallying to get you fucking kicked, like calling people. And I was like, do I have your vote? We're taking this to a vote. And I was rallying hard. I don't think you understand how close you actually were to being taken to a vote and how serious I was taking, like calling people to be like, Dakota, do I have your vote? And I forget who all said yes, who all said no, but it was like, I'm getting this fucker out of the league.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize all this until literally at the kinds this last summer. You're like, Yeah, you're telling me about all this. And I'm pretty sure JT was the one that was like, nah, we shouldn't do that. JT <laughs> being the nice guy that he is. Hell yeah, JT. Cause Chip
0: would always be like, Chip would always be like, no, it'll be the best thing ever. Uh, you guys will be friends, blah blah. And I was like, I don't care. I don't know him. Get him the fuck out of the league. <laughs> so it is kind of crazy. Um how that's all come around, um, but you mentioned you have one Super Bowl. Otherwise, taking a look, you've notoriously kind of sucked. Uh, do you remember? I mean, the year that you won the Super Bowl, who was on the squad? What made that year different than the other years? Because it's not like you're one of those players who, um, you know, kind of stay stagnant. You're pretty good. Like you're really like we don't have to worry about you at all. And then somewhere yeah. in there, you have a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure that year I had Drew Brees and I fucked around and picked up Alvin Kamara. Like the first year he went insane and like he carried me, I had Gronkowski. I'm pretty sure. Cause I remember him going off in the championship, but other than that, I don't really remember all the pieces, but, and I kind of, I think I came in as like a seven seed or something and just kind of went off. Like I wasn't like a highly ranked guy. Like I, It's not that I I snuck in, because I think the bottom four (laughs) were pretty bad that year, but I wasn't highly rated, like, dominant through the year. Um, But, yeah, I think I popped off, like, 145-plus a game in the playoffs. Um, So even the
0: the Super Bowl year, you just got hot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. And I think the next year, I traded Chip Kamara for, like, a first round and a fourth round or something. He got him as his keeper. Or something. I gave up Kamara. And I think that was... No, that was the year I drafted Saquon. And Saquon, Kwan, game two, tears his ACL.
0: Yeah, you've had some just, issues with injuries, eh? Hey?
1: Yeah, man. I would say before last year, those two years after the championship just riddled with injuries. Like, un like, just got decimated. Um, I'm not going to say anything about this year because I'm... I'm not but I think last year I just underperformed um, I think I had a solid draft again I know you you're back and forth on the ratings of the draft rankings or whatever but I didn't have a bad squad just you know I it, I think it's very similar to this year it's like there were weeks where I would put up 150 points and my opponent would put up 87 but the week that yeah. someone put up 130 I'd put up 120 or 90 or i would lose 90 to 87 like there were just some weeks where like if you look at any other score i'm in the top four but i lose like week one i think three or four years in a row i've put up like top two or three points week one and lose to yeah. chip and then the next week i go for 90 points literally what happened this year start out oh and two um, well i
0: mean this year the crazy thing is is at the beginning of the year, you were one of my favorites, I'm pretty sure, on... Yeah. At the beginning of the year to win, the, like, you could be a team to, like, potentially win the Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure I picked you two weeks in a row. Yeah. And your team is not good. Like, you're fighting Beer Mile right now. Um,
1: I'm not running the Beer Mile.
0: I mean, JT's pretty I savvy. think I can
1: make some noise here. I really do. Um, and we'll get to the JT trade later, but... You know, I look at my drafts, and I'm like, especially the last two years, I'm kind of like, what more could I have done? I mean, when I look at, you know, who I picked and when I picked them, they just underperform. And I, I mean, I know you, you're going to say bad management and shit talk me about it. But, you know, I <laughs> there's nothing more I can do. And, like, I think I have some weeks where my team's really good and I lose close with a big score. And then there's weeks that I just – my team doesn't do shit. When I just look at your team, I mean – um, you have
0: the, you traded JT away. Uh, That was a big one. We'll dive you into did. that. So it doesn't okay. have JT. I want to get into one other thing before this, but I do think like, I mean, when I, you first draft, after the draft, I thought your team was great. Now it's not, but it does come back to, I mean, you're just notoriously a shitty manager.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not <laughs> doubting that. I mean, we'll get into it. I'm sure about the penalties and missed playoffs, but. I just hasn't worked for me, and I know I'm. I know this league is like above and beyond, like the most intense fantasy league, and we have some really good players that take it very seriously, more so than I do. But I'm in another fantasy football league, and I'm dominant. I won the league the last, like two out of the last three years. People do take it serious. It's a keeper league. Like it's been going on. We don't have a constitution, but people that care about fantasy play it, and I've done well. I
0: just, I just, I just can't believe that at this point by looking at your statistics, um. I can't believe that whether it's, I'm sure that you're doing okay in the league, but I just can't believe that it would be that good of a league. Seeming that you never do good in our league.
1: No, I don't. But,
0: but I mean, you do have a ring. So that is Literally. one question I want to ask. Um, in terms of the ring, you know, me and good. I mean, there's been an, a big argument in the past. Um, now, would you rather be in a position of somebody like yourself, uh, who has a ring but isn't necessarily fighting every year for a ring, kind of struggling? We can talk about the playoff fines. I mean, what are what are you at right now? If you miss playoffs this year, and maybe explain the rule for people if they don't know, um, and then how much like what your fine is going to be if you don't make it this year.
1: Yeah. So, question one A. Um, would I like to say that. I'm a dominant fantasy player and just hasn't worked out. Sure. But in this league with the people we have, I'm definitely going, you got, you got the ring. I can, I can go like this and be like, I got the ring, what the fuck up. Um, So I think I lean towards that, but I certainly would like to avoid all the frustration that I have had the last couple of years. Um, So I'm definitely on your side. Like ring does matter, but I also – I get their argument. I just like my argument better, and I like your argument better um, on the ring. Question two, you know, kind of back to what I was saying earlier. I win the league, and I come in with all these rule changes, like, I'm going to dominate these leagues. These kids are suckers. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, it was, if you miss the playoffs, there's a fine, and I think it starts at, like, 20. first one's, like, 20 bucks. Tw- yeah, 20 bucks. And then if you miss it again, it doubles. If you miss it again, it doubles. So 20, 40, 80, 160, 320, 640, 1280. It just keeps going. Um, just keeps going up. And I was like, ah, if I miss the playoffs, that'll happen on a rare occasion. But I'm certainly not missing it twice with these suckers. I'm now looking at a $160 fine this year, which <laughs> – Whatever, that's chump change for me. But then looking at 320, 640, that hurts a little bit. That That's that's a conversation with the wife. Probably not a conversation with the wife, but two, three years out when I'm looking at 640, 1200, that's a conversation. Um, the thing is, is the pride. It's more of the pride, yeah.
0: too, of just having to – because I've always even said, even with winning, like everybody's like, oh, I won the money. I won the money. It's like, dude, I could give a fuck about the money in this league. It's the pride and then when you have to send that just extra Venmo for being a loser like that has to hurt the pride
1: well yeah and like I'll say sitting you know when I'm sitting at 20 or 40 bucks what do you do but the mind fuck right now it's like whew, do I stay in it this year or do I build up for next year because next year I'm looking at 320 and like it, again if I continue to have shitty drafts and things don't work out for me and I don't make it again next year. Then it's like, so I think right now I'm dealing with the mindfucking of, of it all. Like, um, I don't care about 160, but I do care a little bit more about 320. And me I mean, 160
0: would still suck. Like, let's yeah, not act sucks, much like, financially <laughs> like
1: Financially, it doesn't hurt me. It hurts my pride, but like next year, my pride's going to be equally hurt, but my wallet's going to hurt even more. So, um, I think right now it's mean, just more you know. of a mindfuck. I'm not worried about the beer mile. Um, I think JT's got that damn near locked up um and you know i'm looking at my i've been looking ahead i have some pretty favorable buys i have some buys you know later on with some of my key players i think i can make some noise and get in there and you know i think dakota's sitting at three one right now i love dakota boiler up but i think my team's better than his and i think he's going to get exposed here soon again i think you're the
0: only person in the world to ever say the phrase i love dakota
1: dude dakota's a good dude he's i i like him he's he probably gets annoyed at me because I always text him about Purdue stuff, and he probably doesn't want to hear it because he's just as pissed off as I am about Purdue losing. But um, I like to—I like everyone in the league. But I like I everyone
0: in the league besides Dakota.
1: Is the first off is the, I know he's part of the little brother group. Does he have an older brother? No. Oh, he has I, a younger brother. Oh, uh, okay. He but, does.
0: He has. He has an older brother. To me.
1: Okay. I'm a, I'll be, I'm the real, See, I thought the little brother was like everyone had a little brother. Vince, Drew, um, they had an older brother or something. I thought Dakota maybe had an
0: older brother that I didn't know about. But. No, that's just how goddamn soft he is.
1: Okay, well
0: he's got sucked in. Um, but we mentioned yeah. it, so. So you were talking about this year? There's a bit of a mind fuck. Uh it's like okay, am I gonna? Tank and build up for next year, so I don't have to. And one, I think it's still super early to tank. Um, I do.
1: You talked me into that thing on my honeymoon, actually.
0: <laughs> I do. Uh, I do think it's early. Uh, we've seen things flip around quick. Um, but you did make a big move. I think it looking, I think it was a good move for you. Yeah. Um, I didn't trade JT to Chip. Um. Tell us that thought process. I forget what you – even. I know you got a high pick for it. What other players did you get um, in that pick and how you're feeling about it so far?
1: Yeah, I, I think I got um, – I'd have to double-check the specifics, but the main points of it were Chip got JT, and I got Amari Cooper who was coming off two big weeks, and A.J. Dillon who was coming off some solid weeks who kind of replaced my running back. But I need some depth at the flex, and I thought – that would give me a more spread out team with, you know, I was struggling with a couple guys. Really my big hurt this year has been Russell Wilson at the beginning of the year. I mean, he's kind of screwed off for me, so that's not been good, but I got. He was going to have a huge year. Yeah, man. And I think he still could. I think he's just getting comfortable with the offense and he'll get there. But especially with the running back going down, I think they're going to start passing a lot more and he'll get his groove, but I got Amari A.J. Dillon, a third-round pick, and I think I got a later-round pick as well for like some later-round picks. So I did get a third-round pick, and right now I have a one, two, two threes, two fours, and a five, missing a sixth. Um, Wait, you have what right now? I have a first round, second round. This is for next year. First round, yeah. second round, two thirds, two fourths, and a fifth.
0: So you're sitting nice up hard. Who else have you traded for all the other picks? Was that all of
1: you? I traded, and this is another good trade, I traded George Kittle- for um, Naheem Hines, who at the time was just insurance yeah. for JT, which, that, yeah, he's tra- he's been trashed, but with JT hurt, I think he's going to get some touches here, which could be good for when running backs go out on bye. Um, and I kind of was putting my marbles in with Fryermuth, who has been solid with a shitty quarterback. He, yeah. get Kenny Pickett in there, tossing him the, the pig. And I think, I think we're looking at some 15-point weeks here and some tutties. I think
0: um, King County is going to be huge for Muth.
1: So I actually, think that was a, so I got my, four, I got a fourth round pick for a sixth round pick. I gave, I gave my sixth round pick to um, Mason and he gave me Kittle or he gave me um, a fourth round pick and nine Hines. Um, so that's how I got my second, fourth. And I got my second, third from chip on the JT trade. So I'm sitting pretty yeah. good for next year's draft. And if I can I, – I this week's matchup, and we'll get to it, is going to be a little tough. I got a, a good competitor against me this week. But if I can get, you know, close to 500, you know, week seven, week eight, I got some draft capital to play with now to make that push to get into the playoffs and, you know, still sitting with one, two, three, four, five um, if I can trade the three and four for some players later on.
0: And one thing I was thinking about – um because like we have had the conversation you were tanking and I was like dude way too early. One, I think the JT trade, we'll see how he pans out. Uh how hurt, what's going on with him injury life?
1: High ankle sprain. So and he's
0: gonna be out for a minute. So you win there. Two, he's not question, having
1: he's questionable this week. The reason why I was looking at it, I was just like JT I was looking. I strictly was looking at their offensive line. Their offensive line looked like horseshit. It's not a fault to JT. He just like wasn't getting the space that he got last year and I just think I just saw a trend and then even more so now with the injury high ankle sprain yeah they'll get him back but if we if Colts start losing they're going to start limiting his touches to keep mileage off of him um yeah. especially towards the end of the season or middle of the season like they're not going to put him out there hurt and you know try to get into play to contend if they're out of contention already so I just kind of looked at it as this is a uh, I'm I'm not bullish on JT in the future. I'd rather get some picks and stay competitive. Yeah, and Chippy did, I'm pretty sure,
0: he kind of made the same fuck up last year. He gave me a third for Najee last year, which Najee uh, did okay. But he had, I mean, just made big moves for running backs, and then it still didn't work out with him, um, or for him, I should say. Uh, And it was surprising to see him come back and do the same thing, especially with a running back who's struggling. So I was a little shocked there. I thought trade in that sense. In the group chat, as soon as I said, uh, or as soon as the trade alert went in, I knew who it was. I called who it was. I sent the screenshot of it. And I literally said horrible trade immediately. Um, And I think that's on the 99% side of me being right of things. Um, I yeah, do that think it was a horrible trade. trade for Chip? For Chip.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I get where you guys are. You and Brody were saying on last week's podcast about, you know, I was selling out too early, but it was a strategic decision. It wasn't to sell out. It was, I saw this might be the best week to get that value. And luckily, Chip, I was texting Chip. I was like, is this, you know, I I will admit that, and Vince might be pissed in, in terms of like a collusion, but I do text Chip occasionally. I'm like, does this pass the sniff test? And he was, I was texting Brody and some other people about trading JT or Eckler. I wasn't sure which one I wanted to trade. He's like, dude, if you're going to trade these, trade me. And he picked JT, Bro. and I'm so glad he did because Eckler went off last week, and I think Eckler's going to be a dude for a couple weeks here.
0: So I think, and I was going to bring that up, because I, uh, I think that is one of the reasons why I shy away from even having trade talks with you, because I know in the past you do go to Chip for everything, um, and this is maybe one reason, not necessarily because it's with Chip, um, that that is probably first thing that you can possibly ever do is go to somebody who's in the same league as you tell them the talks that you're having with other people give them insight to those conversations and then i just think that is one one of the dumbest things you could ever do and i don't understand how this man has that leg up on you in fantasy football to get you to do that
1: no i just i know i trust i know chips really well researched on fantasy football and i mean chip's one of my best friends if not my best friend and we've you know i think it's just a more so it's not so much how can i screw this person over i just like want to make sure i'm not getting fucked because honestly you're in my head and i don't want to like do some outlandish trade and then jay Shu would be like what the fuck are you doing ross like horrible trade my way i think it's just i mean i talked sports a lot with chip and so i think it's just more of a it's more of a friend thing than him being in my league. And quite honestly, I don't play him till the last week of the regular season anyway. So he's really no competition to me right now. I think it's more so, I mean, he doesn't do it to me and it might be just a thing to me and everyone might be throwing their fit when they hear this podcast, but I don't care what I'm doing. And you can say it's an unfair advantage, but look at my record. So F off. No, I'm
0: not necessarily saying it's an unfair advantage, but I will say, um, Things where if you and I were having trade talks, and I've literally thought about this before because I know you go to chip. And one, if it was me of all people, the entire league, um, trading with, and if it was mutual for both sides, and this man thought that, like, it would make my team better, even if it would make your team better, I truly think that you would say, no, don't go through with the trade. Um, or he would say, or, or he would say, Oh no, that's a bad trade. Trade me this. So I do think there are uh, I mean, like you said, is it an unfair bench? Are you fucking yourself? You've been talking to him about a lot of things you never do well. So are you the one getting fucked in it? That's the question.
1: No, I don't think so. And you know, if you if you look at it situationally, how often are you proposing me trades? I'm always never Never No, because I know you talk shit. No, that's fine, but because
0: I'm not going to have other people in my conversation. and maybe, maybe,
1: the, maybe that's why people won't trade with me. Whatever, <laughs> I, I, that's fine. But like, I feel like I'm whenever I make a trade, if I'm usually the initiator of it, and I'll usually like put in what I'm thinking and then send it to Chip versus someone sending me a trade and be like, "Yo, what should I do?" I get where your point is because I I do see where he could be like, "Yeah, don't do that," or I mean, he, he just did do it. Do you like were that. shot,
0: bro. You were shopping. JT and this man literally came in and said oh no trade me JT and I do think do I think um it's complaint like would I complain and say oh this is collusion like do I think it does give Chip a bit of an upper hand just like because if you guys are hand in hand and he can it's that easy for him to just say oh no don't do that trade with me I do think that's a little like meh but again that's just a relation I wouldn't say that's necessarily collusion
1: yeah Um, you build relationships and you know,
0: but I do think it's a it's a That's little shady, fine. I think, maybe not shady, but you're just somebody that I would never actually have. Um, you just can't trust. I know you'd be rendered. I can't trust my trade talks like in that conversation, I think a lot of other people will feel that way. Maybe I'm overreacting to it, and people won't care at all. Um I'll be curious to hear what people do think about this though yeah because if it's that easy for chip just to come in and say, Trade Vince. Actually, I'll give you this, which I mean, that's just what he's taking information um, that he's given. So I don't think it's any like crazy thing. It's just.
1: No, I I get it. But like, if you look at it, like I have hard, I've hardly traded with Chip. Like if I look at my trades over the last couple of years, I guess I traded, you know, Kamara to him. That was that was four years ago. And that was completely initiated by me because I thought Kamara was going to have a down season that next year. And again, I was wrong, but. If I look at my trades, I've done trades with, like, I think Drew, JT, Sam. Like, I typically haven't traded with Chip. And, you know, I think this kind of go, goes back to the mindfuck. Like, I'm just, like, so worried about <laughs> getting hose for this year and next year. And, you know, I want to make sure. But, yeah, something I can certainly do better at. And But um,
0: I do think if I go to you and I was interested in one of your players and I said, Hey, Ross, I'm going to give you this for this, whatever that may be. And I'm not even saying, like, that's half. Like. Who's your top guy? Eckler. I'm trying to think of a, a scenario. If I go to, to you and I'm like, Ross, I want Eckler, I'll give you this. Like, I don't want, and this is why I wouldn't trade with you, is because I don't want somebody else knowing what I'm willing to give up, especially if it's somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's just getting that information for free um, without even, like, I just don't like. And then, it I don't know. I just don't like that situation. That's why I wouldn't necessarily trade with you. Well, or I'll, I'll
1: make a commitment to the league right now. If you if you initiate a trade with me, I won't I won't talk about it with anyone else. I'll <laughs> I will only if I'm proposing trades with people. I may I'm not going to promise that just because I don't want to be the one initiating it and then someone jumping all over it and be like, "Hell yeah, I'll take that deal." Um, but I I promise the league right now that if you want to trade with me, it's between me and you.
0: I mean, that's up to you. That's up to people to trust it. I just think... Um, yeah, that's just my personal opinion. I wouldn't say, oh, like, that's collusion. I wouldn't throw a fit over it, but that is my personal opinion why I wouldn't have to trade dogs. Um, but to that, what do you want to talk about? I mean, do you want to go into the recap? you want to throw your fight list down? It's us do well, you know,
1: I've been... I've been wanting to talk about this. Let we talked about. I mean, like I can't re- I can't really uh I'm not I'm not shy away or I'm not sh- I'm not much variant compared to everyone else's rankings, but I'll just I'll go through them. See, that's the thing is the rankings are uh pretty standard.
0: You have your bottom like people who literally couldn't squash a bug.
1: I mean, I think the I think the top 3 or 4 and the back two or pretty consistent it's the middle like 10 through 5 range that i think there's a there's quite a bit of mix up
0: So fight list let's hear from big sexy you are one of the top
1: uh
0: guys in everybody's list so i
1: appreciate like i tend to think of myself as a nice guy but everyone thinks i can whip their ass which is good for me maybe that's why no one will trade with me
0: no, no one will trade with you because you go run to your daddy trip. <laughs> um, but fight rankings.
1: I'd whoop daddy's ass. <laughs>
0: um
1: JT. I think Kyle I think Kyle can beat JT. I think JT's just kind of uh and no I like JT, he's a really nice kid. Um and I say kid meaning he's number twelve in the league. Um, I think Kyle has some leverage to him. He's a little bit thicker. So I think Kyle would take him. Um, then I have Vince, Preston, Dakota, song which I feel like song has been on the back half. I feel like if, I've, I feel like song was talking about me getting a little bit, I feel like song has got a little bit of a mean streak to him. And if you got him just enough drunk, but not too drunk, he's got some length and could swing some arms and get after it a little bit. He's slippery, I feel like. Um, I kind of went back and forth between Dakota and Y-Song, but I, I said Dakota was um, worse than Y-Song. And then Brody and Chip, which I I witnessed. I witnessed the Brody-Chip fight. I didn't really see the beginning where Chip was, I don't want to say apparently because I think he was, but where Chip was working Brody. But I do, I do remember that night when I was kind of passed out on my back on the basketball court, waking up and just hearing Chip and Brody go at it. And then Brody just absolutely just tapping Chip, and Chip was like, "Yo, what the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I'd be interested in see that fight. So now who know, did
0: you have? So who did you have over? Which one is higher? I
1: have I have Chip beating Brody, Chip but beating it'd be a Brady. good fight. I, it's a toss up to me because I, I even I think at the fight at the uh, reunion, I think I had Brody maybe in my top four because I I had Brody in top four. I think Brody, he's athletic. I think, again, I think he could go R word and go absolutely ballistic on someone and absolutely murder them. Um, And I think people don't necessarily think about that. Um, But I think, really, if you just like squared up in a fight, like in the moment with, you know, no anger buildup, I think Chip beats Brody. Then I go Sam, Mason, Ross, Shue. I like Mason's approach, um, but I'm also a realist. I'm not beating you. Um, I think I could – and I do want to address this before I get into some analysis on the fight rankings. I, you did tap me in about five seconds, but I was absolutely turnt with a full stomach of a shit ton of Detroit-style pizza. And when you got your arm even remotely around my neck, I thought I was going to yak it, and I did not want to be the first one to yak it at the cons That's fair. So, I, I tapped real real quick because I was like if I if I struggle it's clinching harder and shit's coming out and I would never live it down and we'd be talking about it right now.
0: That's fair. I uh I mean I've said it on before. I'd love to get a little scrap in.
1: Um, yeah, I think it would be fun. Um I think my best I have no technique in terms of wrestling, but I do think like if I can withstand your first punch, I'm going r word and I'm going ballistic and that's my chance. Um, that's fair. I just I think, think I
0: can slip anybody in this league yeah, you in could. something,
1: especially since you do know technique. But I do. And think... I don't like, even know it that well. Yeah, but you do know it enough that you I can position yourself in. And, and then you're. It's not like you're Y song and no technique. Like you're the one of the biggest, most athletic dudes, and you just have like. I mean, you played college baseball. You're clearly still athletic, and you. I, mean, I
0: play. I played NAI here. Let's be well.
1: Up. Still, you're you're an athlete, so it's not like you're. A nobody with technique, you're the biggest dude in the league with technique, and you're six, what, two or three. Like, you're a huge dude. I do think Sam and Mason, I, I think everyone before Sam and Mason, I absolutely destroy, including Chip. And I think Chip will tell you that, too. Um, Sam, I think I beat, but I, I'll tell you this. I struggle with length, and Sam's a big dude. And, I mean, it's not like he's a gangly dude. He's a thick dude. He's, like, probably... He's built like me, but 6'2", six 6'3". Six I think I'm meaner and can hit probably harder than him. Mason, I think Mason would be my hardest matchup.
0: Because yeah. Mason, Mason,
1: I think Mason I think Mason would put up a better fight than you, but I think I could potentially beat Mason. I think that would be a real big toss-up, but I'm not going to put myself three with you on the phone because I know I'll get shit for it. What one, one of...
0: Surprising taste because I think, yeah, the top four heavyweight class. I mean, I think I agree with everything everybody that said everybody pretty much agrees on everything. Um, one of the different things that you've said though, you have Drew ranked pretty high. What did you have him on your list? Where did he fall?
1: One, two, three, four, five, six. I had him right in the middle at six on the back end.
0: And then you have Vince super low. And I think Drew being that high is the coldest take of all time. Actually, and maybe just because
1: you know him better, but like I, I just feel like Wysong could do better th- than what people give him credit, and maybe, maybe that's not putting him ahead of Preston Dakota, but I have him, I have him ahead of Vince Kyle and JT for sure. I think Pre- Preston Dakota Wysong are all toss ups. I think Why we- I think Weisong could beat Preston, but I think Dakota could beat Wysong. and I think Dakota you think Wysong be- could beat Preston. I think so. Bro,
0: this is the only time I'll ever stick up for Preston in my entire life. And I think yeah, that's all right. Preston, and no on Preston. I just don't know Preston probably that death. well
1: enough. You think so?
0: Vince would whip Drew's ass to death.
1: Hmm. I'd be interested to see. I wanted to shake it I up think a little Drew's bit. Drew's
0: way above 11 and 12. Like above, like, Kyle JT. But then I think Drew's, like, in his own little realm. And then. Vince, though. Vince has that anger, dude. Vince would crush Drew.
1: You think? I thought I, I thought everyone was shit-talking Vince. I, see, this is, I think, not knowing the people well enough and just, like, I'm kind of taking other people's feedback. <laughs> it's kind of like Vince is just, like, again, love Vince, and this isn't my words, but, like, kind of a wet noodle. Like, you can kind of push him around.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe. Next draft, we just need to have an absolute royal rumble.
1: That would be... Awesome. I think I think if we did it back at the Kimes, we asked the Kimes to put up twenty grand and pad the simulator walls, take all the technology out and that be our ring. Where uh, where do we do next
0: year's draft? I'm not of so the to to topics Andy.
1: I wanted to talk about. So I know all the uh, non Indiana folk will raise hell, but where are we gonna have a better draft reunion than back at the Kimes?
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. I th- I loved the Kynes, and I thought it was amazing. But you have to switch it up.
1: I know, but like, where are we going to go? We already did Phoenix. I think we've we San it. Diego. If we're going to use the word, if we're going to use the the basis of this argument to change it up, I think those two are out. I would love to go to those places, but and I'm not just saying this because I'm from Indiana. I would travel to go back to the Kynes, hundred percent. The
0: Kynes was nuts. And it was sick, like.
1: And I, think, I think too, I, I like think to if, travel. And I'm also like thinking of Why Song here too. Like, I think if we had it at the Kimes, Why Song would be there, and we'd have the whole squad. Um, and I would, I'll even go out and say this: on top of the fine that I have to pay, I would, I would rally the Indiana folks to put up some money for travel costs for everyone to go back out to the Kimes. That's if we're invited. I'm not there invited is zero everybody.
0: fucking chance that that would ever happen.
1: I know, because um, people would bitch and moan about bro, it. Bro, it
0: took us fucking years just to get a $10 buy-in. No, I, know. I, I But the thing is, is, people are, I will say, that that isn't an issue anymore. But fuck no. You think people are really going to be like, yeah, we're going to rally. No. Not. Um, but I, I would, I would really start to lead
1: on it and see if, if we could make it happen, but my vote would be the Kimes, just because I thought it was the most fun. I'm not, don't get me wrong, like bottle service at a clubs fun. I get it, but Man, I just really enjoyed hanging out with everyone at that house, and um,
0: I enjoyed it too. But yeah, I do think we definitely need it, to go
1: back at some point, though, for sure.
0: Well, that's kind of the the thing that uh, I feel like it's a conclusion that hasn't been written up yet, but I feel like it's like one of those things where it's like maybe every other year, every two years, like go back to Indiana. The main yeah. but I also think it's really fun to travel as a squad.
1: I agree. Um,
0: and it's like it doesn't have to be bottle service in Scottsdale. It can be fucking a nice golf course in Florida and we have a golf like tournament for the draft party. Like everybody gets caught up on this, like, oh Scottsdale was great. Like we can I'm sure we're gonna drink at every single draft party that we have. Like there's no doubt about that. But what if we did a golf tournament in Florida over the weekend and we golfed all weekend and did our oh, draft I would,
1: and like I would I would be down for that too. I just I'm just trying to think of places we could go. I think Denver would be sick. I know you said at the party like I wouldn't want to do Denver which I get because but I think Denver would be sick I'm, I'm just the
0: opposite I think Denver would be sick it's a fun time like I love Denver but the thing is with me is I'm the exact opposite of the Indiana squad where I'm like
1: travel. Up here,
0: like I want to travel like I want to go see somewhere so I mean I mean there's a bunch of places we could go I think we all throw it out there and we vote on it um, didn't we have an idea where we everyone pitched in somewhere we this was like two years ago.
1: Yeah, no. So we, we have a Ben and
0: we like spin it and wherever it lands like we go or something. I think that would be hysterical. That would be
1: cool. Yeah. I think okay. I would to Austin on my bachelor party. Austin would be a sick time. Austin's sick. Austin's sick. We could go check out some Joe Rogan comedy. Shout out Joe Bro, Rogan. I'd go back to
0: San Diego in a second. Yeah, I would
1: too. San Di- well, I didn't go to San Diego. I almost go- voted out there. But I would love to go to San Diego. I think that would be sick. Chip would obviously throw it down for us. Girl, um, Florida
0: somewhere. Like... Yeah, and Chip fucking in San Diego. San Diego, dude. I'll go to San Diego every year. You want to talk dude, about a place and I'll go every single year? I will go to San Diego for our draft every single year. Yeah, my,
1: San Diego would be sick. I think Miami would be sick too because Miami, I think, is a pretty cheap flight no matter where you're slicing and dicing it from. Um, Miami would be nuts. I, Miami uh, would be cool.
0: I mean, the Kimes was lit, but I like traveling. I think it's fun to get the boys together. And if we came into, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be at the Kimes, but if it was at every. Even though I think they had a really good time having us. Um, oh, yeah,
1: for sure. But, but I
0: do uh, I do think we at least need to travel some. People need to put some effort into the travel year, especially... Because if it was in Indiana every year, we'd be traveling every year regardless. I do think yeah. there needs to be some effort in traveling somewhere. I think it's fun to travel somewhere else. And it doesn't even... Bro, it can be in... Fucking somewhere sick in Michigan. Like, Michigan has some sick spots. Like, it doesn't have to be somewhere crazy. Like, we can go to, like, the Upper Peninsula, like, golf. Like, it 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 doesn't have to be somewhere, like, with bottle service. I think we can have a really good time in a lot of different places um, and see cool shit and all, like, make the trip there. I think NYC, think
1: NYC would be sick. I think it would be a hard time getting a spot big enough for all of us, but NYC would be really dope. I think Chicago would be a cool one if we did a Midwest one, but I would say, I say this, this is my biggest ask when we do it back at the times, if we ever invited back. And when we decide to do it, we do it the first weekend of college football and we sit out there and watch football on those TVs and drink beer. And that would be on football. We missed it by a week, I think, or two. Yeah, that would be sick.
0: I, um, but yeah, man, I'm not totally against going back to Indiana. I don't necessarily love going back. This trip was super fun, so it did take some of the hate off. Um and because I was a huge hater on Indiana and I hated on all you guys not leaving. Uh, but I do think we should keep it with um at least every other year. And like then,
1: Midwest and then travel wherever. Yeah, and if people year. are
0: putting in the if people are putting into effort into going to whatever destination we choose, like It doesn't, Like I said, it doesn't have to be crazy, and then I have no problem with saying, okay, fuck it, I'll go back to Indiana this year. Hell yeah. Um, But we should talk about week... What was it last week? Week Week four?
1: Four. Last week? We should
0: talk about week four, uh, recap and scores. Starting off, we got Vinny Boy losing to Brody. Brody was high score of the week again at 146. Vinny at 117. Uh, You got Little Brother Wysong over Mason, 129, over 96. Uh, You came in with your first win of the season at 130 over uh, a really poor performance by Kyle with 87. Uh, Preston came in with the dub at 131. Um, Another really poor performance by Dakota with 98. And then Sammy Boy with 111 uh, over JT at 97. And then the game of the week was me versus Chippy. Somewhere along the line, Chippy thought it was a good idea to start running that mouth. He was down, ran his mouth, lost. Shishkabobs 138.72 over Chip 137.38. Big sexy. Kind of a boring week. There wasn't too many um, close scores, But in terms of biggest winners... Uh let's start with biggest losers. Who are the biggest losers of the week?
1: Um Yeah, before we get to that, I would say the most exciting moment of the week was when dubes caught slash dropped that touchdown because I was like, damn, chips might win this. <laughs> See, the crazy thing is, is I wasn't at that moment, I actually in complete
0: transparency, my team was going off, so I like wasn't too worried about it. Yeah. Um and I didn't even realize he had him. And then he dropped it, and he was like, oh, I would have won, I would have won, which in hindsight, he actually would have
1: won. Yeah, with but him being yeah, going off on Monday.
0: Bro, but at the same time, everybody, I hate when people do that, and he's like, oh, I would have won if that would have happened. At the same fucking time, if Stefan Diggs would have ran the ball in the end zone, rather than got popped out, whether he even have juked left and ran into the end zone when he got knocked out of the four-yard line, four line and scored the touchdown, everybody has that with their players. Like, you can't, like...
1: Or if AJ kidding. Brown caught one more ball, didn't drop that one ball, I wouldn't. Have yeah, bro. Like, like I, I, I get, that's
0: a, I totally get that's a big moment in the game, and I like sort of get where he's coming from. But like at the same time, if I went and looked back at every single one of my players, what could they have done in that specific moment? Right now, it's ringing a bell for uh, Justin Jefferson at the. Did I say digs earlier? At Justin Jefferson at the four yard line when he got knocked out instead of running in, into the yeah. end zone. So do I feel that bad? No. Well, um, obviously, you won. Wasn't <laughs> Yeah, true. But, uh yeah, I would say that Monday night was the most um, exciting part of the week. Other than yeah. that, all the game, none of the games were, like, very close at all. There was a ton of low scores this week. Um, a lot of people not even breaking 100. I'm getting a bunch of shit talked to me, and these people aren't even breaking 100. Um, but biggest losers of the week, top three. Let's hear them.
1: Kyle after going dumb whatever week he did, I think he's probably like top five in points still just took and taking a shit and losing to the second worst team in the league. Um, Now the third worst team in the league. I'm number 10 Um, chip uh, chip going one and three. That's tough. Um, Especially with how close it was. I feel, I feel the pain, but you know, chips underperforming compared to what he usually does, but I, I don't think Chip's worried and I'm not worried for him. I think Chip will make the playoffs. He always does. Things will always work out for him. And then JT, JT just continues to struggle. Um, I was looking at the projected points. He was only like two or one or two points projected lower than Sam. And just, yeah, I can't, can't seem to get it going with all of his backup running backs. Um, everyone's struggling to find a running back for a bye week. And I think JT's hoping he gets a trade, but I'm hoping JT goes the whole season without a trade.
0: <laughs> I refuse to trade JT. I know. I hope everyone. Refuse- refuse- who do you to refuse
1: JT. to trade with more, me or JT?
0: Honestly, you. It's more of like
1: I'm colluding.
0: Well, it's not even. I wouldn't even call collusion. I'm just like I'm just not going to give somebody that I li- like. I know. Like we have a conversation. I'm not going to give somebody else in the league like just pure insight to the conversation I have. Like yeah. that has nothing to do with my like. I just. Don't like that, but JT's. It's like fuck you, JT. I'm not trading you shit. I can't wait for you to get last.
1: Yeah, um, I'll squash. And- I'll squash that bug. I'm. Not, we already talked about. It. I'm, I won't talk about it with anyone else. If you propose a trade, J. or shoe. I mean,
0: the, I mean, the trust has to be built, man. I know, I, uh, I know. You know, and
1: Chip's,
0: Chip's literally going to be listening to this, and this man's already going to be scheming. Like, oh no, like. We'll see what happens. No promises. I'm it not even like saying I no It clearly hasn't um, helped
1: me, but I understand. But I do hope it
0: may not help you, but it gives Chip insight yep. to different conversations. That was good perspective.
1: Areas. I never thought of it that way. So think I mean, I'll definitely consider that going forward.
0: Um. But yeah, JT. Nobody trade with JT. I honestly, big sexy. If it's not JT who gets the beer mile, I would love. I would love. Have to do it because, um, just because I like making fun of Preston, but even more so, like, if it was you or JT, I, like, I said in the group chat, I might die. I would piss my pants and die, like, because I couldn't breathe if you had to run it. But JT, (laughs) but JT's, like, I would actually die from laughing. Where JT is more like, fuck you, JT. I told you that three Pete was a fraud. I have a good point of why you are a fraud in the league. And, Run this beer mile. You have the last place on your own
1: so, Beer mile, just as an insight, as we get through some of these fancy updates, um, if you want to not breathe and watch me run the beer mile, I have a proposal. Um, but we'll get to that. But, yeah, those are my biggest losers for the week Our Kyle, Chip, JT. Um, I would also maybe throw Mason in there. He didn't start Kamara, but I don't think it would have made a difference. Um, or he started Kamara and he was out, but – Looking at who was on this bench, it wouldn't have made a difference in the score, so I I left him off.
0: Bro, I could go through here and say this week, honestly, I think Chip, uh, by far the biggest loser. This dude literally slipped in with the Little Brothers, decides to come out of nowhere and just start talking mad shit. I've been relatively quiet. I will say, I feel like I've eased up quite a bit. have been relatively quiet in terms of shit talk, And this man comes in hot. I literally told him that I was putting a parlay on his players so it would lose. Told him (laughs) exactly what was going to happen. I actually said he was going to lose by half a point. He lost by a point. Um, The dude had so much hope in Monday Night Football, and he was trying to chirp me. I come out victorious. So biggest loser, Chip. Also, biggest loser, all you people who scored less than 100 points. Mm. everyone's in this chat trying to talk shit to me and you're not throwing up over a hundred points repeatedly get out of my face which our division i said this in the group chat our divisions don't our division is really tough
1: so can i blame my success or lack thereof on the division i'm in
0: i mean you can if you want Uh,
1: i'm looking for for a reason other than i just suck at fancy football (laughs) we
0: are we are i said it in the group chat so division one of me, Drew, Chip, and you, we're the only division um, who has multiple people over 500. Uh, we're the only division with people at 500 besides Brody. Division 3 has Brody with over 500 points. Um, and no one else is really getting that close.
1: And if you, look over the, if you look over the history of the league, too, like Drew hasn't missed the playoffs. So, like, he's always consistent. You can talk about his playoff record all you want. Like, um, but, and then we have you and Chip who tend to, you know, be powerhouses in the league. And if you aren't a powerhouse in the league, you're setting yourself up for next year like you did this year. Um,
0: and so still, I'm year, in, year in and
1: year out, when I have to play all three of you twice, that hurts. I'd rather play Vince Dakota, no. Mason. Twice a year than you, Chip and Drew.
0: Yeah, and as much as I talk, I mean, we do have a good division. Yeah, I would argue. I would. I don't even think it's close. I think our division is um is super good. Brody's throwing up some points though, man. He's
1: at five hundred sixty-seven yeah, points. Looking good. I did not like his trades with Swift at all. I mean, yeah, was this, I think I'm missing it because again, I suck at fantasy football, <laughs> but. Giving up a third for a guy who won't play for a couple weeks for Amon St. Brown. Um, That's
0: who's been going off. I thought Mason going played. off. That's what I was saying on the pod. I was like, yeah, they Mason...
1: points. They're passing the ball a ton. Like, Swift yeah, like, not getting the goal line touches.
0: I was like, it's not like Mason just got, like, a dude and a pig. Or, like, a normal guy and a pig. Like, he got a fucking dude. And wasn't it a third?
1: Third for eleven.
0: Yeah, that was huge for Mason. I do yeah. think uh, – I mean, Swift could turn out for Brody. We talked yeah, about last week. Sure. Like, if he does turn out, it's all good. But if not, I think that's a
1: pretty bold – I mean, like, I I feel like you're getting the better end of the deal just doing Brown Saint, – or St. Saint Brown just for Swift. I think the person getting – St. Brown is getting the better end of the deal just then, but then you throw in a third for an 11th. Like, man, you waxed him. Yeah. But bro, I can't talk shit about Brody because Brody's kicking ass. He's having a
0: good year. I'm curious to see what happens because, I mean, dude, and that's one thing I wanted – like, that I thought of. It is easy. Like, I tried last year and still almost made the playoffs. Like, it's pretty (laughs) easy to, like – that's why I don't understand all these people who suck so bad. Like, maybe I am that good, uh, which is probably. uh, But should we make it harder to get into the playoffs? Should Hell we no. cut the amount of teams?
1: Not, I mean, until, like, not until I get this fine off my back.
0: <laughs> that is true. But we could adjust. I mean, we could vote on that. Know, I like, like the teams.
1: teams. I think it's usually pretty clear cut. Like, your 7 and 8 are usually 500, and then your back 4 are usually, like, you know, anywhere from, like, 5 and 7 to 4 and 8. Like, there's usually half a nice little cutoff. More than half the league. There's 12 people, Right. right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm saying I think, more than half the league.
1: I think I think eight's a good number because it just allows everyone an opportunity, but it does it does make it tougher on the people who dominate the year. You have to go through more rounds, but I think that's not a rule proposal that I would vote for, even if, if I did not have the fine. Even if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't vote for it. Maybe if, I'll say this: if I was like, a I'm Drew not guy, even saying I would vote for
0: it. I'm yeah. just asking.
1: I no, I think eight's good. I think eight's a good number. Gives everyone kind of a chance to win the shit. You know. But
0: then it also really does I think people would be a lot more hesitant to just say I'm gonna give this up. You know what I mean? Like to tank. Yeah. Like I think it really does, like especially with the fines involved. I do think that is a way to uh and then it's like okay, the top half of the league's in the playoffs, even if you just knock two out, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if you're in the top half of the league, if you want to tank tank. If you do tank, you have absolutely no shot where now it's like I almost slipped in last year and it's not like I did a full full tank because I was still making good moves but yeah. like um yeah I just think it's a, I think yeah, it that teams. is I do think it is um something that could maybe prevent tanking a little bit uh, or well, people to be so I mean, willing to give everything up
1: and we have that we have that rule in place at the end of the year I can't remember the specifics of it but the back the bottom 4 teams play in the playoff for the first round pick. So I think oh, that gives you yeah. some protection. Did we put that um, in? Does yeah. That in? Made it through. I will say I'm, I'm the chief legislator. Like if Drew, if uh, Vince wants to be the treasurer, I'm the chief legislator in this group. I think I've put up more rules that I've passed, <laughs> including the most impactful, the 200 waiver <laughs> wire points, which I've had on the docket for damn near four years now that finally got passed. Um, I've got a lot of rules this goes through. This the
0: personality contest. threw me. <laughs> this, the 200 is pure personality. When I said you went from zero, fucking like zero to favorite, like that, this rule like showed that.
1: Yeah. I stayed the course on that one. And I, I was looking at my waiver wire points before this week. I had 93. So I would have already been through my 100. So I think it gives everyone an opportunity to spend big early. Um, but still have some money left over for later on in the year.
0: because We went from, it was a hundred for years for the bidding for free agents. Yeah. You wanted it to go to 200. Everyone was like, who gives a shit? Like That's it doesn't insane. matter. It's all I would not. But I do think I will say, I do think it does. Um, I think it does create, uh, it created a different aspect. Like it is different. Like no one knows what to throw on. Like even this week when, Javante Williams went down with his ACL, and they signed the Broncos. Signed Latavius Murray had a good week. Like we don't know who the running back's going to be. I threw twenty seven on it. I didn't even look to see if anybody else did because, like, quite frankly, I literally don't care. Um, but my point was, is like Sam like gave me shit in the group chat. I was like, oh, nice wasted twenty seven bucks. I'm like, do I didn't think I really personally don't think one for my team in general. And two, I just don't think it's that much money in the grand scheme of things. Like with
1: $200. Sam must have missed two weeks ago then when I put 40 on Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <You did? laughs> yeah. Because I was like, fuck Russell Wilson. I'm benching his ass and I'm trading him away. And I almost traded him away to Sam last week. And Sam was being kind of a, oh, I don't want to give up a 13th for a 15th round pick. And I'm glad he didn't because Russ went off and that was one of the reasons why I won this week. So that worked Bro. out. But now no, I have Trevor Warren sitting on my books at 40 bucks, and I can't get rid of them because I already invested that much money into them.
0: Oh, no, you're just airing Sam's – Oh, was
1: Aaron, I talking Aaron. about trades again? Shit, my bad.
0: No, you're <laughs> just airing <laughs> it to the league. Nobody knows. But I do think people in this league um, grow their trade logic. I've said it once. So I'll say it again. I think it's fucking horrible. I think uh, – I will say there's a few people out there who I think get it. Um. God, most of the the trade logic in this league. And that's why I don't even entertain most offers. Like, honestly, like if somebody like actually wants to have a conversation, like we can figure something out because I usually am not trying to fuck anybody over, but there's like some things where I'm just like, dude, I can't even take this serious.
1: So you're saying you didn't want Miles Gaskin for Najee Harris last year? What the fuck? No, dude? not even close. Yeah, I you're tried to Miles to Gaskin for two years. Now, dude, if I
0: I need to start taking screenshots of like proposals that I get, and there are some. Not everybody. If I've declined your trades, not to everyone, um, because there are some out there that I've declined that actually aren't that bad. But a lot of people are just like, "There's no way you can possibly think like that." And I don't know if it's just like trying to get one over, or but it's like not even a conversation starter. It's like yeah. what. Like how are we th- and Then the logic, like we talked about, it's like he got drafted in the first, so I need this. It's like, bro, he's thrown up fucking three points four weeks in a row. What are we talking about? Um, but we'll see. Did we talk about biggest winners of the week?
1: No, not yeah. Let's get to it. Who you want to go first? me first.
0: You're the guest, big first. guy. Let's hear you.
1: Well, who do you think was the biggest winner last week? Because last week. Big- Big fucking sexy. Got on the board. True. a solid week, a 130 room. points. Would have beat most teams. Wouldn't have beat you. Wouldn't have beat Chipped. I don't think it would have beat um, Brody. But um, The biggest up, thing that matters
0: is you got that dub. Finally. Got that dub. Window. That was
1: huge. That kept me in contention. Um, I wish I didn't have to play you this week. Um, but um, I think my other biggest winners are Shish Bobs. Um, I think... You kind of solidified yourself. People were talking about you fumbling the draft. I can go back and forth where there may be some better pl- players that I could have picked, but I have no room to talk. But I think you definitely set yourself up as like three and one. Like Your plan worked out and you're projected like 140 every week. Um, and then you want a close one too. I think that was big. You got to win the close ones, which I've not been able to do. Um, and I think that distinguishes you know the powerhouses and the people that make the playoffs every year versus that don't. And then Preston, I know there was a lot, There's some whispers about Beer Mile. Um, he got, he got a big win to go to, I think two and two. Um, and that, I think that keeps him at least in the race to, you know, talk playoffs. And, but I still, I like, I like my team. When I look at other people's teams when I'm looking for trades, I like my team better. They just mm-hmm. haven't performed. Um, so I think if I play Preston, I, I whoop his ass, but he's two and two and. He's moving forward. So I think those are our big winners. You could probably throw Brody in there because he threw up another big week, but he's been doing that every week. So nothing, you know, nothing that stood out from him this week compared to what he has in the past. Yeah. Bro, the funny thing is the I can't even take the whole fumble my draft thing serious. I didn't, there's think fumbled, I didn't think you fumbled your draft. I just was surprised at some of the people who you picked. But looking at it, like T. Higgins went off. Like, Javante Williams was doing well. Like, well, that's have- what
0: everyone was saying. Like, oh, T. Higgins is a wide receiver, too. Like, okay, I get it. He's like not Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase had more touchdowns, but if you look at targets, like, he's like their stats really aren't that far off. And Chase Jamar is Chase- having a
1: bad year because he's getting doubled up and Higgins is running free.
0: He scored more. Like, would I rather have wide receiver two Higgins, like, when he's getting just as many targets on a pass heavy offense as Jamar Chase or like right around the same? scoring points or some shitty wide receiver one with a, or some wide receiver one with a shitty quarterback. Like, it's all like, come on. Um, But in terms of like me fumbling my draft, bro, first in the league right now, Brody has more points than me, only by 30. Like, we're close enough where that can change literally from week to week. Brody's argument, I will say Brody, um, Brody can come in and say, because what was the crazy stat? Brody's bench scored more than somebody's. Team or something, it I mean, will be wild,
1: or maybe mine. <laughs>
0: um, but I do think like me, me and him. I think Brody has a really good team. Yeah. Um, but to say I fumbled my draft, still at this point, like maybe we'll see. Like I said, it will be one of those things where if I win, if I literally, if I don't win the Super Bowl, though, everyone will say, "Oh, you fumbled your draft." Yeah, be that's the easiest tough. out, and that's the only thing that they. It's the only shit talk. But anybody can have, and it's not even valid shit talk because I've proven so far that I didn't fumble my draft. Um, because aside from Brody, who also had a lot of picks, no one's really close in points. Um, yeah. Kyle had one massive week, so he's still hanging around, but he's had shitty weeks ever since. So it's like he also has one week that has like kind of put him up there, but uh, I just can't agree. Well, wait, it. till, wait till the
1: group meet chatter when the Fighting Pride Months beat the Shish Kebabs this week. So.
0: You never know. I mean, if, will it be a down week? I'm projected to whip your ass, obviously. Yeah, that you are. Don't matter. But having a team that's projected, I mean, 145, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm sad about that or say I, I no. fumble my draft. I don't think that I can be – I mean, if somebody else could do it better, maybe. I don't think so. Um, still a favorite to win the Super Bowl. So did I fumble my draft? Would,
1: we'll see. I would say I put you up there in the top two for sure.
0: And we'll see. I mean, Pierce is going to be a big one, man. I might, uh, there's quite, do I bench Najee, put him Pierce? He's had good weeks. So I'm starting to run into those questions, but I mean, I also just ride and we'll see what
1: happens. When there's, I mean, it's kind of like with the depth that you and Brody have, it's kind of like, it's, it's tough. Like I was talking about with Drew, like at the draft, like you kind of want like 10, like you want like two really good bench players, but like, it's tough when you have a full bench of loaded teams. It's like, who do I play? So it really comes down to Mandarin. I think you guys have done it well. Yeah. I think Brody, I think that one week bad luck sitting on his bench. But, like, it makes it tough. But at the same time, it's an unbelievable problem to have. Like, no matter – you can't go wrong with who you put in. Yeah.
0: Well, bro, and I'm not going to call anybody out here, but this is the funniest thing.
1: You're not going to call multiple... anyone out? What the hell? You do that, that, do not, that for a living.
0: Not on here because they know who they are. But oh, okay. the funniest thing about the media – and there's been multiple people, and I let them know when this happens. Um they literally say I fumbled my draft I fumbled my draft I fumbled my draft but the people that I fumbled my draft on is they're begging to trade me like trade really? with me and they need and they want the person that I drafted so it's like am I fumbling my draft like
1: I, I call that, so. I call that foresight baby
0: I think it's foresight speaking of foresight were you in, did you see the foresight that happened in the group chat this week
1: no dude I always miss the group chat like I'll be sitting at work just like, Balls deep in the tax return, and I see 285 <laughs> messages in the group Me, I'm just like, fuck, where do I start? Literally
0: 260-er from me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking talking shit. Uh, but one, I thought the funniest one was I told Chip when I put the bet on the parlay. And all these people make fun of me for this foresight shit. And I literally am mostly right. On the podcast with Brody, I said Justin Jefferson was going to go off for this week. Went he up, did. Put the bet on um told chip he'd lose by half a point he lost by a point i mean it's pretty damn close to call a win in my book uh it's not like he just totally dropped the ball and then three with josh allen i literally said he had the worst half of his life and he was going to score 25 still and he literally scored 25 still because everyone was shitting on him in the group chat
1: so, so as far, far
0: like- as foresight goes like i said 99 percent of the time i'm right
1: was that brody coined that term what foresight or was, no you coined the term with uh the whole shooting of Antonio that. Yeah.
0: i just said i have the foresight to have make a good pick
1: uh, and then it turned the into a weekly conversation
0: yeah and then now i have to project the fucking end of the world or I, i'm wrong like if it's not the end of the world i don't know um we we don't have much talked about in uh week four bets dakota mushed us uh, didn't even submit his pick. It's only a squad bet, so nothing when it comes to week four bets. Um, so we were really fucked there with Dakota. So nothing to check in on there. Um, I, have a tweet,
1: I have a tweak to that. Instead, You know how we used to do pick and the pick winner got like some sort of pot? What we should do is instead of someone putting money and making the bet in DraftKings or whatever it is, you should just submit a money line and we track it for the year. And that essentially f- changes... Pick them. So if you miss your pick, like you miss for the year, and then like, however you want to do it, like whoever's got the most money, you know how Preston tracks it. Like who's got the most money for the wins? Like you, you do that on a pro rata basis, and then take the you know the the pool of money, and then divvy it out that way. I think that might be a cool way. Then we can all have like a bet on games and stuff like that. Um, just something I was thinking about this week. Because if so where would you win? Better, now? What?
0: What do you mean? How would you get paid? Like with divvying money up because the whole so point like, is part
1: throughout the course of the year. I my you know however tr- I don't know exactly how Preston does it, but like I think it was like plus ninety two. You would have won ninety two dollars on a hundred dollar bet or whatever. So you like add that all up, and Preston's probably better at this than I am, even though we're both kind of accountants. Um, like figuring out what your percentage of the total winnings would be. So like say I had these, I hit like. Eight of my sixteen bets, and but my money was much higher than Sam taking, you know, Packers money line against whoever the worst team in the league, and he's not making any money on that. Whoever's got the highest, you know, you get more of a payout based off your total dollars won per the. And then everyone pitches in, and then there's a payout. So it's like your my penalty fine and all this other stuff. Whatever money would have been going to the Pickums in the past, say it's a pot of three hundred dollars. I would get twenty five percent of that, 65 70 bucks. Yeah, out of that see, pool in thought- the, the year, something something along those lines, where we could all make a pick, but we don't have to actually submit the 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 bet in DraftKings and pay five bucks to our non existent treasurer.
0: Yeah, see, I think the one issue right now is the treasurer. Uh, we don't have like the set in stone guy who's supposed to be the set in stone guy to submit the picks. Um, sell the self and setting
1: points. Bro,
0: but the thing I like about, the thing I do like about, um, I was like, yeah, we you could like do that. I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea, but it's just another thing to pitch in. Like, oh, the $100 True. buy-in, we're $5. It's like, whatever, here's my pick, $5. If the boys hit, we win 40000 to drop on a draft. Our, yeah, I think our, that our would next be fine.
1: But I mean maybe maybe that's just part of the buy in at the beginning of the year like we're putting in 5 bucks a week for what call it 16 weeks so I don't know how much that is that's 130 bucks or no 80 bucks for the year everyone pitches in 80 bucks and we submit our parlay and if you miss a week you're you're going with 11 and then you're out you don't get you don't get the money if we win that week or something and someone we're already paid in and then we can submit the draft we can submit the pits every week. And if we hit that parlay, we can go to freaking Hawaii for our draft reunion.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be fun. If we wanted to do just a pigeon, my buddy is in a league that does a survivor. Like it's a survivor type thing
1: where uh, um, you, make, you pick a team and you can't choose that team again type thing. Yeah.
0: You pick a team. Like you can't choose the team again. If you lose, you get kicked out and I'm not sure mm-hmm. how it works. Like multiple people. Like lose or what would happen if there's two people left and they both lost? I'd have to look into that more. But he was explaining it to me a little bit, and it
1: was pretty like look yeah, pretty. Be, we can definitely tweak it. I think we're going to continue to progress in just the intricacies and the fun of the of the league. Um, but we are
0: getting up there on time, big sexy. Before we bounce, we got week five. Um, oh, we don't have any bets, but uh, week five team matchups. What are your biggest matchups of the
1: week being uh, narcissistic here but um i put myself as a biggest winner i'm also going to put me and you as one of the biggest matchups um one it'd be a huge win for me to get back to two and three i think it puts me back in that middle of the group range um and quite honestly you would get absolutely murdered in the group message if you lost Did I get group? murdered
0: in the group message yeah, at this you point know, for but... anything, bro. These people don't know what they're talking about.
1: So I have our matchup. I have Preston Chip because Chip's at one and three. Preston, I think Chip's got a better team, but you know, Chip loses to Preston going one and four. That's tough. Um, and then I have Dakota and Sam. Dakota should be one and three, but it's three and one. Um, versus a Sam who is hanging in there, but you know, I don't think has a overly dominant team, could could give you a hundred and Thirty one week or could give you eighty. Um, yeah. So those are my biggest matchups for the week. Um, in terms of just impact to the league. Uh,
0: I think starting off. Um, I understand why you said it. Biggest matchup, me versus you. Um, I but mean no one, one me. <laughs> one versus eleven in the league, like you're supposed to get scraped. I think at this point, uh, and I. I mean, is this being narcissistic? Maybe. I think at this point, if I'm playing and I could lose, everyone's losing their shit and invested. So maybe it is a big game. No one pays attention. Me. No one wants... The entire league wants me to lose so bad that... And they want to be the know, one that beats you. They do want to be the one that beats me, but I think everyone, no one will ever root for me to win a game. So everybody's on your side. Do I necessarily think it's a game of the week? No, you're supposed no. to get scraped by 20 points. Um but those are usually the weeks where something stupid happens for me, so we'll see. Uh, I have, I think Chip and Preston is a big game. Um, if Chip loses, the dude's not sitting in a good spot um, at all, so he needs the dub. I think that's like a fight to kind of get yourself out of the bottom for both of them, even though Preston's sitting at six. Um Still in a spot where he kind of needs to get a dub to not fall back down, uh, and then I have Dakota and Sam. That's my other game to look out for. Um, what is I think they're two and three in the league. Yeah, so they're two and three in the league, and I think Dakota's gotten really lucky. I think Sam had a really good team. Uh, he hasn't really thrown up anything points wise. I feel like I feel like he's had some bad bad weeks. I feel like they've both gotten quite lucky in terms of wins. Uh, I think Sam is definitely lucky sitting in second right now in the league. Not necessarily saying he has a horrible team, um, but I think that'll be a big one to see who keeps getting lucky and who gets knocked out.
1: Yeah, and I'll say this. If Sam puts up some points this week, I'm hitting him up for a trade because that's when he's willing to trade those those (laughs) players. Hey,
0: that is true. I mean, he traded me me, Jefferson. Um, but other than that, looking forward to Week Five. You are about to get your ass absolutely whipped, just like the rest of the league. Um, got anything else for the people before we bounce off?
1: Yeah, one last thing. I won't keep you long because I know this has been a nice long podcast, and I appreciate you hanging with me. But something I was thinking about the mindfuck of the uh, the playoff fine and going to the beer mile rule proposal. Want to get your just initial thoughts, and then we can leave it for the group once they listen to the podcast. You can reset your playoff fine back down to $20 if you run the beer mile. And I would be – if I got to $320, i would be re- willing to run the beer mile to set that I think down. that's
0: an amazing – I actually
1: – You I essentially can run the beer mile to cancel out any punishment. May, I, may, I, I won't go that far, but I think for the playoff fine and where I'm sitting at, I'd be willing to run that beer mile. And I'm not going to be like the little brothers and say I would whoop someone's ass, but I do think I'd do really good because <laughs> even though I'm a big dude – you can check my orange theory tracker. I can run a six thirty two mile. add twenty seconds because it was on a treadmill. I think I can fucking whoop that ass in the beer mile.
0: Let's go talk that shit. So here's my take. First take on the idea. I the playoff real fine. I thought there sh- it should have been capped at a specific point because. Once you get up to the, oh, 500 or whatever, it's doubled. Like, one, like your number's starting to get there where once it starts getting doubled, it's like, damn, that really sucks. Um, I don't think a fine is necessarily a bad thing. I love the idea. I, But I do think... I can't tell if... I think that, like, you should have to pay the fine until a certain point, and then you get the option to run the beer, beer mile to cancel it out. Or if you have $20 uh, fine, if you just, like... We're like, fuck you, I'm running the beer mile, which I no one would do.
1: See, that's the thing. I think there's a lot of people out there that are intrigued by, like, running it. No one wants to do it. But, like, yeah. I think that would be kind of fun, like... You'd have
0: to run in Speedo and Cape. Like, there's yeah, no... that's fine.
1: But, like, I think I'm at the point where, like, I know I couldn't go in and propose and just be like, hey, guys, help me out. Like, I want you to, like, forgive my fine. Like, no one's going to go for that. No one. And I think it's going to be hard to just adjust that rule. So I'm willing to get some skin in the game to work something out in terms of, I will run the beer mile if I can at least just reset it. Um,
0: but yeah, I, do like the,
1: I, I do like the dialogue on like, some people might just say, fuck it. I want to break the record, you know? But I Which do I think, think would be if cool you run, people running the beer mile is just absolutely hilarious, you know? It really is. And I actually
0: do really like the idea at first thought. I'm curious to hear what other people like have to say. Um, but I do think, like, say your punishment's $100 and you run the beer mile, does that re- would that reset it? Or if you miss the playoffs, again, it goes to too high. I think, like, the fine has to stay there. But in order not to pay, you would have to run the beer mile. Like, I don't well, think it should reset it back down to $0. Okay,
1: okay. So maybe I say I run the beer mile and I stay at 160 until I make the playoffs again.
0: Yeah, no, I think if you miss, yeah, you stay. Like, you can run the beer mile to get out of the cash at 160 But But stay at one hundred and sixty. Yeah, but then yeah, but then if you lose again, then you're fine. It's not like oh, I ran the beer mile and I missed the playoffs again, so now it's only twenty dollars. Like no, that's fine. So if you have to run the beer mile, it's up to you. You can pay to get out of it. But if you have to run the beer mile every year, you're running the beer mile every year because you don't want to pay. Like I don't think it should get you out of.
1: No, like I'm open to whatever. I just don't want my fine going up to six hundred and forty. I can stomach three hundred and twenty. But it's all going to depend on where the where the uh, draft is this year, because like as much as you be like kind of made fun of Kyle about getting arrested, like I do totally like you don't know we call it for people that know me we call it Ross Koboluck. Like I would literally be the one that would have been in Arizona, the cops get called, and I get like an indecent exposure, like <laughs> some public intox bullshit, and I have to explain to my job on why I have to go back to Arizona <laughs> for a court date. Like,
0: bro, if you tell a cop. If you're in a Speedo in a cape, <laughs> and you tell a cop this is a fantasy football punishment, I guarantee you they laugh. Probably. Um, but that is something to think on. I actually think that's a really good take. I think it's a good point. Curious to hear what the boys have to say. Let's see who um,
1: tunes in for the whole podcast to hear that rule.
0: Yeah, we got a good one. This is a long one. But um, yeah, we'll talk about what people think next time and see uh, what happens. Good luck to nobody. This week, besides myself, we'll see you next time on the Peanut Butter League.